Are we live? Of course we're live. People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. One love for you lot supporting this movement. I appreciate you lot. Good morning to those of you like myself over here in the United Kingdom. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and in some cases, good night. I hope everyone's doing well and safe. With it being Thursday, I hope you're all having a week to remember, moving that much closer to your goals, hopes, dreams, and aspirations, people. Um, obviously, you can't do any of that without health, so I hope you've all got your health in all aspects of the word, mentally, physically, definitely financially, and whatever illy words there are in adjectives, people. Please hit the like button on your way in. Please make sure you're checking out the pin message. Make sure you've got your alerts on people, not only on Twitch. Make sure you're following on that because we're doing a, a Football Manager live stream, you know, 3.30. We won the league, didn't we, people? But also on YouTube because I've got a couple... I've got a couple of things to come out. You know, I've got the, the long stream with Mo. That's going to come out at 7 p.m. And then obviously, because you always complain, I've clipped it up in several areas with the topics we're speaking about. So between today and tomorrow, you should see those videos filtering through as well. You you, you not know me, people. International breaks, you know, <clears throat> football being cancelled. The content never stops, man. I'll always get something done for you lot. So, yeah, next week I'm going to have Graham. I think it's the 2nd of February. That's going to be on Twitch. So make sure you're there, people. Premier League champions stream. Sorry, people. Poor attempt from me to multitask. There we have it. Everything's cushy. Now, boy, we're going to get into the transfer news in a bit, people. Obviously, Ossiman's been linked, you know. Uh, Xhaka's been linked with with going to Fingy, going with going, going to Roma. Leno, a couple other little bits and pieces. Douglas Louise, nothing really to, to whet your appetite, if I'm real. Obviously, we're going to cover the Athletics article about, you know, this move for Arthur Melo failing as well, whether that's Arteta, Kronke or Edu. Someone's got to answer questions. And I must admit, on one hand, not to defend the Kronkes, I think they've done Edu and Arteta dirty for all the criticisms we can and can't give them, you know, obviously... I don't really have sympathy because you lot picked this job and for what you might not get in terms of transfers, you definitely get with a lack of expectations or real jobs on the line. But obviously, if people are agreeing moves and Kronke or the board are saying no and vetoing it, there's a problem. But on the other hand, I understand. It's not that I understand it. I could understand a reluctance to kind of not not. That is a case of not backing Arteta because you have to double down if he's going to be here with a new deal and whatnot. But I understand it because there's many aspects where you could say Arteta might have been reckless. You know, you veto, you you know, you 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 know, you you made a big song and dance about cancelling several players' contracts. That's been done. You you want you know, Abamian's going to leave now after you get tying him down to a big deal. The William move didn't work out. We can't act like like Mikel Arteta has not spent money. So maybe there's a reluctance to you know to throw deeper money into it and further deepen the pockets where there's not really too much bang for your buck now. We know that the situation is much deeper than that and things like that. But that's just potentially one potential angle of looking at it, people. So, yeah, man, make sure you're hitting the like button. We're going to go over them things. I think we'll start with the athletic as well first. Apologies, people. I want to make myself a tiny bit more comfortable. It's starting to get hot and all of those sort of things. What are you lot saying, people, in the comments before we carry on? With everything, man. 
Trust, like Thomas said, hit the like button. Appreciative to everybody that's locked in. Morning, Charlie. I hope you're doing well and safe. Watching my manager on my birthday. Omar, big up yourself. Happy birthday on behalf of everyone. Enjoyed that. More like my guy. The media think Liverpool fans are idiots with this, that Dabala and Zachariah links. Hey, man, that's good for Liverpool. But respectfully, Andrew, Liverpool's got no relevance to this live stream, man. That's good. I'm seeing I'm seeing Dabala getting linked with Man City and things like that. I don't know what's going on, dude. Adama shagged Spurs, but they might get Lewis Dyer. So I guess that Adama Traore's picked Barcelona over Tottenham Hotspur and whatnot. I thought Conte effect was meant to do things. Good morning, DG. Hyping yourself before the stream. I rate it. Oh, what? You lot must have seen me dancing. I wasn't even hyping myself. I was just listening to music, man. Like half the time when I'm working throughout the day, I'm listening to music and I was into it, innit? Like I was really into it. Like for me, I like that aggressive music, innit? Like I was, it's the serious violence and stuff. And I was hearing some serious violence in it and it was. Was wavy at the time, man. You know, I just uh, like if anyone's seen that cipher on Groundworks, Smokes, AB, Hitman, DA, they went absolutely in, man. But yeah, away from that, big up yourself, Rico. I hope you're doing well and safe. G1, like he said, get the likes up, rise the likes up. So the team will remain as is and results will continue to be the same as well. When you put it like that, hard to disagree. Big up, DG. Hope the club can show an ounce of your due diligence when it comes to transfers. Miles, I appreciate that. Um, let's get into it, man. You know, let's get let's let's get into it. Obviously, you can't do none of that if I don't share my screen with you guys. Obviously, first thing, people, Arthur Melo's move in doubt due to Juventus loan terms. Now, going all the way down, Arsenal's hopes of signing Arthur Melo on loan from Juventus appear to be diminishing after the Premier League club declined to enter formal negotiations on ter on their on the terms their Italian counterparts are seeking for the midfielder. Now, if you think there's more value for money somewhere, go and do it, really and truly. You hear we're in talks for Ruben Neves, allegedly, people, um, where we, it's, the, the rumours just go full circle. Again, give it a day or two, we're going to get linked with our again um, and all these things. Shout out to Burnley for increasing their diversity uh, quota. You know, you've got Corne, you've got Orsic, and you've got my man, you know, who plays in Bundesliga. The, you know, didn't think we'll see them sort of names at Burnley just as they, by God's grace, get relegated. But... Anyways, people, yeah, it looks like we've hit a slag. Edu has been working on a deal that would see Arthur head to the Emirates Stadium before the winter transfer window shuts. Arsenal want to borrow him for the rest of the season, but Juventus sought an 18-month agreement. The Serie A side felt it would be near impossible to find a player of similar quality to field Arthur's void for just five months at such short notice. If they were able to replace him with a permanent recruitment, alternatively, it could create a problem should the... 25-year-old end up returning to the Turin. Eventually, Edu and his opposite number at Juventus, Federico Cabrini, Sharibini, I can't forgive me for mispronunciations, are understood to have aligned on the idea of the Brazilian international moving on a temporary basis until the summer of 2023, with an option to then turn the switch into a permanent transfer for around 40 million euros, so around 30. For me, I think it would have been a good deal. It kind of, without knowing the, 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 the details, I think it would have indirectly been a bit like Odegaard. I do think Arthur isn't perfect. There is a lot of concerns, but I do think he's got the quality. I do think he's press resistant. I do think you know, he's someone I've watched since he was at Guaymo. I know he hasn't really hit the heights in, in Europe, but I think that would have been right up our street. It's okay if you don't feel him. It's okay if you don't rate him, you know, but I, what isn't okay is when Arsenal fans do this, oh, if you can't get into a Juventus team that's currently fifth, how can he play for us, brother? We finished back-to-back -back eighth, and I think he would be a great option at 25 years of age. As much as I, I'm a bit scared about Edu's competencies in this role, this is the kind of thing I give you and Arteta 
a bit of sympathy because if you lot are agreeing moves or getting things done where Arteta allegedly wanted this player and you've got an agreement, if it's being vetoed by the board, then this is it, it kind of, you know, it kind of it, it, it doesn't help you lot's case because again, you know, if we can bring in Ruben Nevers, if there's more value for money elsewhere, by all means, but I can only go at face value, which there's a lack of midfielders. We're going to Dubai today. Safe journey to not only Arsenal, Arsenal traveling to Dubai, but any one of you listening and your loved ones just going about your day, by the way. So is what it is. And for me, everyone, whether it's Arteta, Edu, the board, you've got to take responsibility because we're scrambling now. At least that's what it looks like to the fans. If you got these people in early, then these new signings, quote unquote, could have been going to Dubai right now and gelling with the team. Hit the like button if you haven't, people. Um, fair enough. You didn't want to commit to an 18-month agreement. I feel someone of Arthur's quality, I, I can't see the issue with this really and truly without knowing the the intricacies behind it, but fair enough. That's just my opinion. Uh, of course, there's a Brazil bias, but the man's got quality. I'm not going to sit here and say I, I would, you know, I wouldn't like him at the club. An 18-month term would give Arsenal longer to work with a player who's managed who manager Mikel Arteta is keen to sign and enable them to buy him for lower than Juventus's current valuation if they wish. Exactly. Edu is understood to have presented this to his hierarchy, but there's still a reluctance to acquire Arthur for a longer period and it was decided not to proceed with the proposal. But what is it? Is it finances, concerns over the players? What is it? It means that barring an unexpected late twist, the former Barcelona and Guillermo player will remain at Juventus and he's contracted until 2025. So, it is what it is. Juventus have held on to a couple of players. I know they probably want to move him, Ramsey, and a couple of guys off. But, you know, in relation to that, it's a myth. Um, the Athletic reported um, yesterday that Arsenal are pushing to sign Dominic Calvert-Lewin um, and Real Sociedad's Isaac or Dusan Vlahovic ahead of the transfer deadline on Monday. You lot, you need to remove Vlahovic's name. He's gone, brother. It's a myth. It's a myth. Absolute myth for the myth for him. But, yeah, man, that's, that's that. Really, yeah, that's that bit. Uh, where else should we start? Uh, what's that about? What one's this? This is a report from yesterday, so we can close that and then get into here. Now, obviously, we've been linked with some strikers. I can't lie, I've been linked with. Uh, we've been linked with. We've been linked with awesome people now. For what it's worth. I would love him at the club. We've tried to buy him when he was 17. He can play with his back to goal. He can make runs off the shoulder. He can score all sorts of goals. He's got pace. There's a lot of improvements he can make. You know, he, he took a while to get going at Napoli, but he's found his feet, you know, the former Leo man. I like him a lot. I, I'm very pessimistic on this on us signing him because, you know, Napoli and us, we're always trying to buy the same players and we've been mugging them off. Again, it's another player that's based in Italy and it doesn't seem whether it's Arfa, whether it's, you know, Giacca going to Roma, whether it's Locatelli, whether it's Vlahovic. They keep pulling our pants down over there in Italy with Italian rumours and things like that. So I have to take it with a pinch of salt. Obviously, as well, if we're... You've got to remember, yeah? And again, this isn't... This is uh, this is just... um This is just my opinion. Obviously, we heard a lot about Vlahovic's agents and people involved. We've heard Osimhen's transfer is being investigated because of these very same um, rumours. Forget all of that, people. There's going to be different middlemen and people trying to eat off Osimhen's deal, just like a lot of people. So I can't really see Arsenal dealing with that. I can't see us giving Napoli what they want mid-season. You know, their, their president has shown he's a tough businessman. He's locked down Koulibaly and they don't sell unless the price is right. And... Obviously, they're not going to be in a position to cut us any deals. The man's a great player. He would have been over there with Nigeria for AFCON, but he, he mashed up his eye. But yeah, man, for what it's worth, I would love Osimhen, but I just I think he, I just think it's worse in it. But it is what it is, people. The man's a gunman in front of goal, but I just think this rumor's worse. If I'm, I just don't believe it. But 
away from my personal opinion. Arsenal turned their attentions to Napoli striker Victor Osimhen in a bid to strengthen their attack, but will have to splash out 58 million for target after snub from Fiorentina. And again, it's the same old, just like with Isaac, just like with everyone else. People don't want to sell players that are going to help them with whatever they're doing in the season. So you have to stop peeing around and give them what they want, really. And didn't they spend a similar fee for him? Um, that, that we bought Pepe for, something not too far around it. And it looked like they got Zhang for Osimhen, but in the last 18 months, he's really found his feet. And I'm sure a game that stands out in particular is the one against um, Leicester in, in Europe. Arsenal have turned their attentions to Napoli striker Victor Osimhen after missing out on Fiorentina's Dusan Vahovic, according to reports. According to this article, people, where I think I've opened it up, well, well, we'll read that in a second just for any intricacies. They may be willing to splash the cash in their pursuit of Osimhen, although the Serie A club wants 70 million euros, which works out around 58, which isn't the end of the world. Um especially if we was willing to go up to 62 million for Vlahovic. Um, that has left them scrambling to find a potential new target with prolific Osimhen, who is enjoying a superb season in Italy, thought to be on the radar. He has nine goals in 16 matches for Napoli this campaign. Um, and like I said, last season, it weren't really the best, but he's finding his feet. Um, they splashed 66 million to sign him from Lyon in 2020, and they, they look set to take a minor hit on that initial fee if they are to offload them. So they're going to want to sell on clause. They're probably not going to want to make a loss, and they don't want to sell their players through mid-season. And he was having a good season, like I said, until he suffered something with his eye and whatnot, and he's also contracted COVID. So of late, he hasn't had the best, he hasn't had the best of, of times, but he's a gunman in front of goal. Newcastle are allegedly interested in him as well. Make of that what you will. Um, scrolling all the way down. I really hate the, the waffle people. In the meantime, intermediaries and agents are already at work. Newcastle, so again, middlemen are seeing profit to be made and offering him to Newcastle. A club that has new and very powerful Arab property after failing the assault on Vlahovic is looking for a centre forward around which to relaunch the team and looks to looks to the Nigerian of Napoli who recalled that when in the summer of 2020 the Blue Club closed the operation with Leo, Liverpool were also at stake but did not consider the 1998 Africa class still ripe for a top club in the Premier League. So Google Translate hasn't helped us but clearly that for me tells we thought maybe Victor at the time or Liverpool felt, felt he was too raw. Again, Google Translate ain't helped me but Arsenal and Newcastle I Napoli's Osimhen after Vlahovic failure. Again, you've got to take a lot of this with a pinch of salt. It, it just reiterates that he's been wanted by Arsenal and whatnot and we're prepared to do what we need to do for him. As I said, people, Napoli paid £80 million to sign the Nigerian international from Leo in 2020, although that transfer is subject of investigation into inflated fees over youth players and part exchange where these are the sort of things that come out of Italy, people. So, again, you're going to have to negotiate with a tough president for a player that they don't... No one wants to sell good players. I know it's, it's not really said at Arsenal, but, yeah. We've also been linked with Cody Gakpo as well, who, for me, is more of an inside forward. I don't watch him all the time. The du young Dutch international, he can play on the wings, he can play up front. Seems fairly productive in front of goal as well. And I don't really believe it, but, yeah, he's quick. He can play 1v1. He plays with his head up. He gets goals and assists. Like I said, you know, I think he's more a winger for me where that might be an angle. If we can't get a striker, can you get an inside forward really and truly push Martinelli through the number nine, let him have scope to develop? You've got Lacazette for a couple of months, slash Eddie Lull, and then go for an inside forward. I don't know if the 22-year-old's going to hit the ground running, but for what it's worth, we've been linked, we've been linked with him to replace Abamian allegedly, apart from being light skinned and being able to play on the left. I don't get it, people, but anyways. The left winger of PSV who celebrated his first selection with the, with Holland in June. 
arouses the envy of many European clubs, followed by Marseille last year. Coldy had chosen to stay with PSV. He took it well since in 25 games, he has scored 10 goals and delivered 10 assists. Um, and apparently they're second in, in the Eredivisie. He's got four caps. He also scored against Monaco in the Europa League. He's contracted until 2025. Sorry. Apparently this Monday, there was reports Man City and Liverpool are interested in him. According to the information, Bayern Munich are no longer active on his file. And apparently Arsenal has added itself to the list of quarters on the player who has a good quality of a strike and who knows how to turn into a goal scorer when the opportunity arises. The Gunners are looking for a striker to compensate for possible departure of Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who I guess it means could jump at the chance during the last few days of the winter, winter transfer market or even next summer. The player's value is estimated at 30 million euros. So what's that? About 25 million quid. So it's not going to cost the world, in it? So, yeah, we've been linked with him, um, which, again, I'm not too sure of, of to believe that. Sorry, people. I don't know why the screen stopped sharing. But we go back again. Full circle right now, really, with Douglas Louise links. Sorry, people. Let me cut this off. Allegedly, bro, fuck. You lot's pop-ups. Pardon my French. Arsenal are weighing up a move for Aston Villa's midfielder Douglas Luiz as they look set to miss out on Bruno Guimaraes. Now, Leon might have given Arsenal hope where they kind of brought out an article yesterday and said, listen, talk of Bruno moving to Newcastle is a bit premature, which I don't know what to believe because we heard he's set for a medical. His agents have, have, have sanctioned it and all of these sort of things, people. But Leon were expected to decide on Thursday whether to sanction the 30 million sale of Bruno Guimaraes to Newcastle with the midfielder set to undergo a medical in South America in the coming days. While Newcastle are the favourites to complete a deal, the French club yesterday took the bizarre, bizarre step of publicly denying that a fee had been agreed between the two clubs. And sources close to the player insist that Arsenal may not be completely out of the picture just yet, though they would have to move exceptionally quick to put up a fight and for me i'm not getting my hopes up with anything should Arsenal, should newcastle apologies complete the move arsenal will move on to other targets and manager Mikel arteta is a fan of villa midfielder Luis, having worked with the brazilian during their time at man city he played quite well against us at the emirates really ironically when lacazette came off and he got further forward and apparently they're still he's stalling over a new deal. He's contracted until 2023. So between now and the summer, the likes of him, another one who Arsenal fans are always on to in Basuma, these clubs are gonna have a decision to make over these players, really. So maybe it's a summer thing. Telemans as well, who we heard there was talk over getting him and things like that. We know we, we've been linked with Douglas Louise. We know he fits the profile 23. He's, he's, he's doing his thing. You know, he, if he keeps developing and moves to a bigger club, he could get in the Brazil shout. You know, Martinelli knows him well for them time in Brazil's under 23s slash Olympic side. A bit like Bruno Guimaraes. I think Martinelli should replace Edu in his job personally. With that, might have more of a chance. I'm sure Martinelli knows a couple young savages that ain't really got a name that are playing in Brazil. But it's easy to link us with him, you know, he fits the profile, he's 23, he's worked with Arteta before, you know, he's contracted until 2023, he's a midfielder, you know, we're just going to get taken around the houses. Um, Villa might let him go if they get Bentacle, who ironically might have had put that, you know, you couldn't really see Juventus letting Bentacle and Arfamelo go, but, you know, Villa have this month already rejected a £30 million bid for Louise from an unnamed Premier League club. For, though it is not the Gunners, it is unclear how much the club who are working on a deal to bring Bentecourt to the Midlands with demand for Louise. Obviously, we spoke about this yesterday. Gerard was quite coy on Douglas Louise's future people. From one midfielder to another who is at our club, again, pardon me, rumours of Roma going back in for Granite Xhaka 
is 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 ramping up now. Maybe we shouldn't get rid of any more players, regardless what you think about them, until we bring some in. But who knows? Arsenal might very well loan out Xhaka, despite having little to no midfielders. You know, Jose wants Xhaka. Rome's last assault is ready for Jan. I mean, we'll come back to us in the summer. Uh, and this article kind of indirectly says we're in talks for Ruben Neves as well. Thiago Pinto prepares a new lunch for Xhaka, but in the meantime, he has to get rid of Diara. The Swiss Arsenal midfielder, I think it means, has always been Jose Mourinho's main goal to reinforce the midfield. Even now that Sergio Oliveira has arrived, he remains in <clears throat> in Rome's plans for the last days of the January session. I mean, you've got to buy players permanently from us now. Oh, fuck off, really, Roma. For June, after chasing him in vain for two months last summer, Thiago Pinto could return to office, considering that his condition at the Gunners is not very happy. Among other things, Arsenal is looking for a midfielder. The profile identified is that of Ruben Neves um, of Wolverhampton, for which negotiations have already begun. So that tells us we're in talks around Ruben Neves. Allegedly, Arsenal also moving to deal with the emergency in midfield. Xhaka is suspended and Thomas and El Nene are still engaged in Africa Cup of Nations. That's not true at this moment in time now, is it? Relations between the Swiss and the coach Arteta are not idyllic. I don't know what that means. Anything can happen, but it could take just four days to set up such a complex operation. Easier to prepare the ground for due leverage in the players' will, which is true. And again, in terms of one-to-way players, people, uh, let's remove that. Um, Leno wants to leave Arsenal this month with Newcastle interested in loan deal after losing his starting spot to Aaron Ramsdale. Aaron Ramsdale. What the hell? What happened to this article? Let's refresh that page. I don't know what that was about, but... Yeah, and uh, you know some journalists are saying they expect Matt Turner to be our only recruitment in this in 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 this window. Make of that what you will. I don't think anyone can blame Leno for wanting to leave. You're not playing. You got a World Cup next year. Now, for me, I don't care about his personal situation, especially because in hindsight we didn't bring midfielders. As I've said, from now to the end of this, from from summer till now, I didn't begrudge Guindosi going because we know what he's been through. You know, Torreira going because we know what's going on. Ainsley this month. But respectfully, I don't care about any of these players' personal situations. We don't want unhappy players and things. But at the end of the day, and I'm open to letting Leno go, especially if he can get finances. He's contracted until 2023. Don't let him get his way. You know, if you you know, make sure you get this Matt Turner brother in first. But you know, people don't need to get their way. You know, you're seeing El Nene to Fenerbahce is broken down. We, I, we we shouldn't really care. You look at United, it seems like Palace is, are going to get Van Der Beek, but they're not forcing them out the door. Liverpool got a couple of players, Origi, Williams, Phillips, who have angled for moves. They've said no. We're the only ones that has been needing players and just opening our ranks. And it got to the point where I know everybody thought, when we let Mains, Ainsley Maitland-Niles mainly go on, we thought surely a midfielder's arriving. It's very special to the point where no new players will be going to Dubai. But a man that you said is strictly training with the team in Jack Wilshere is going to Dubai. So what is this? It's not making sense. Leno is desperate to leave before the January transfer window shuts with Newcastle reportedly interested in a loan until the end of the season. Leno started the season as for a choice, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, he's not playing football. He wants to keep it moving. Let's just currently go down to the main part. You'd back him to play at Newcastle, to be fair. It is also understood that New England Revolution goalkeeper Matt Turner is a target for the North Londoners who are working on a deal to bring the 27-year-old to the club as they plan to replace Leno in the final days of the window. Talks are underway with the MLS for the New England Revolution keeper with Arsenal looking to wrap up the deal swiftly. He's got 13 caps for America and apparently we're thought to spend 5 million quid on him with a deal rising to seven. Um, 
we've got these young keepers. They're not going to make it at this club beyond being second and third choice. I'd love to be wrong. Carl Hines, decent. He's gone off to Reading. Arthur Oconcrew, beyond being second or third choice. I, I think James Hilson's probably behind them all. I, I, I don't believe in any of them, really. You know, they, they they can be second and choice, third choice keepers. They're still young out and on the place some minutes. So that's Leno's situation, people. If we look at some other rumours on Sky Sports, let's refresh the page. Who's been linked with Arsenal? We've spoken about Douglas Louise and Osserman. We've been linked with Missouri. You know, he could be a backup right back. We've once again been linked with Jovic, Renato Sanchez, rumours are there, Vlahovic, until he actually signs for Juventus, they're still going to get linked. As you can see, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Zachariah, you know, Bayern Munich, Man United and Arsenal allegedly looking at him. Arsenal believe a loan deal to sign Bruno Gomares will prove, prove too expensive to complete this deal. You know, we've been linked with Orsic, where I don't believe that. We know Arthur is an Arteta-style player. So if he's really wanted him and he's veto and he said yes and Eddie's got it done, why has the board said no? Do they think it's value for money? Are they? Are, do they have any concerns? Do they, you know, you can't have it two ways. You can't expect Arteta to do much with it, really. But, yeah, man, that's... If, you almost lost for words, isn't it? That's the transfer business, people. What are you, what are you lot saying in, in relation to that? Because it's getting quite tiring. I can't wait till the windows close. Let me scroll all the way up, people. And see exactly what you guys are saying, man. Arsenal after two strikers this month. We've been after the world. Wasted time trying to sign Vlahovic. Off on an 18-month with an option maybe turning into an obligation is, is a wise move. Just means we'll have him long, we'll have longer to look for a replacement for maybe El Nene, maybe Shaka. Who are they, bro? Not quite sure what question that is, so I can't answer that. Morning, DG. Hope your mental is good. I appreciate that. Of course it is, man, each and every time, Greg. My legs are on fire from the gym, but I'm pushing through. Hope you have a productive day. I appreciate that, man. Always try to have a productive day, man. Big up you lot. Without you lot, this channel will be dead. And each, every day, man, you know, you lot come in your numbers, support the thing. We're still not at 100 likes. You can't ask. You can't have everything in life. But, yeah, man, it is what it is. One love to you lot. What else you lot saying? Listen, I grabbed him on FM and FIFA as we win the league. Awesome and propaganda is very high on my side. Trust. Big up, DG. Big up yourself, Roger, because, again, you're the embodiment. You're always here, and I appreciate that. Arsenal need to pull Torreira and sit him down besides Oba. Target Juventus preferences from now going forward and stop moving soft. In my opinion, Arsenal won't sign anyone this window. I think we'll sign someone, but was... that signing thing is subjective. Is it a lone player who's half injured? I don't, I don't know. I think we'll sign someone, whether it's the guys we're linked with, who we think can improve the team and these things is another thing. I hope there's a shocker, you know, just for you lot to save face because it seems like Edu and Arteta, you lot, obviously no one was at the start. You got a, you, let's be real, at the start of the window last summer, I wouldn't say anyone was, everyone was convinced, you know, 50 million on Ben White, one full season in the league. We all know what was said about Ramsdale. Uh, no one was really onto Tavares or Lokonga because nobody really knew them like that. Tomiyasu, we, you know, I, I liked the signing of Tomiyasu, but, you know, Sky Sports was, were throwing them propagandas about that he's, he's he, you know, there's concerns. He's not good enough to be a centre-back or a right-back when he can do up both. Credit where due. It looked like there was a plan and, you know, the club bought themselves some time and things like that. For me, though, it could quickly become undone. You know, if you lot can pull something out the bag, whether that is Arthur Miller, whether that who looks like it's done, whether that is Bruno Guimaraes who's going to Newcastle or just doing something else, whether that is Ruben Neves or Telemans or all these wavy names is an, is another thing because you lot is you lot gained a bit of credibility and now you're back. 
I'm going to be, as much as I think Arteta and Edu have been very naive, we hear they are specifically in charge of the tactical front. It's their two decisions that make the difference. Other people can scout and bring people to the table and these lot veto things, whether that's, you know, what they're doing or whether targets are being put on their laps is another thing. But as much as I, 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 I don't have any sympathy because they're in charge of the tactical front, a blind man could see you needed to equip this side with specifically bodies in midfield. If Edu is you know, dragging out negotiations with Arthur Mello and it's getting done and Arteta is v um, saying yes and the board, for whatever reason, are vetoing it, then I have to look at Kronke and all of these things because you don't have a chance to get back into Europe. Even if you just care about peas, the balance sheet will be better and you've messed it up. But at the same time, you lot knew this wasn't the Ritz. You knew this was Arsenal was barely travel lodge. You knew what was going on. So it scares me. It lacks of incompetence. You know, a world-class football club, a world-class brand that's being run. At Sunday, My Sunday league club is run better than this. I'll be real with you, at least to our fans, with what's going on is a shame, is a shame really and truly. And again, I hope they pull something out of the bag because any credibility you got is, is lost very quickly. And as you know, these things can turn toxic very quickly, you know. It, it was all right at the start. There was no protests and things like that. You know, these things can, it can get very long, very long. DG, would you take Pino from Villarreal? I like him, but until he starts producing some better numbers and playing to a slightly higher quality, no. Gat Pro's been playing more down the middle recently and he has all the attributes to be a beast of a striker. I mean, he could, conv he could conv convert into that. One awesome man, but Gat Pro would be a quality signing, man. He's so good. He is, man. I have to add a bit of, of Dutch tax, but yeah, man. But the thing is, we're not bringing in none of these duns, man. We're not even... I can't lie. Part of me is, is catting for Oxley chamberlain loan links again. Like, that's... Whoa, everything's gone quiet. You know, you could keep throwing Gamares and Alwa and Arthur and Telemans and Neves and this guy and that guy. Until someone's holding the shirt, people. Until someone's holding the scarf and doing all of this at the Emirates and lying that, yeah, I'm a boyhood Arsenal fan. I've loved this from the jump. Bro, it's, it's dead to me. And this is what I was trying to tell you with, with the Daily Doosan sort of saga on our live streams, people, in a sense of, you know, it was all fun and games. We all like him to be here, but we all know how it ends in heartbreak, really. And, you know, I more believe the Cody Gap Pro ones than the Osimhen ones because I just think there's too much to do. Napoli don't like us. And, you know, I, I, indirectly now, anytime we're getting linked with a player in Italy or, or, or some sort of link to Italy or something... It's a pinch of salt thing. I'll be real with you. I'll be real with, with us, man. You know, we might as well... Is uh, Does Lupoli still kick ball? If Lupoli's retired, you might as well make him an agent, let him go to his homeland in Italy and start getting him to put some respect on us, man. Are you still kicking ball, Lupoli, man? No way you're still kicking ball. 34. Right, you're still kicking ball. Retire, man. You're 34, man. Come on now. Fix up now, man. You're a big man now. It's, it's done now. Anyways, but yeah, until they hold up them shirts and that, and the scarves and that, it's a myth, people. Like <laughs> To the point where, and again, with all, it doesn't help when you've got all these in the nose and the journalists, because as much as, you know, we don't, as much as we hear, you know, oh, we was on to Vlahovic, this and that, we don't know. Because on one hand, Arsenal must have had more encouragement to be going for him. But on the other hand, it looks like we're going for a man that, that are airing our DMs. At the same time, I'm only saying that because we only know rumours. We don't know. The truth, because Vlahovic, Arteta, slash Edu, slash Arsenal, Fiorentina, Juventus, nobody said what well, one. So I can understand why fans get vexed. You know, we've heard that we followed we followed Vlahovic for time. You know, from his days at Partizan, the same kind of logic with Bruno Guimaraes. You know, 
a lot of us wanted him before Arsenal used to be linked with him. We we, we knew about his thing at his old Brazilian club. He's linked with us at Lyon, this and that. Then you're seeing, you, you know, you're not hearing Arsenal place the bids. If you have not put a bid on the table, which by all means, get onto the club about that. They did, you know, if you should have been putting bids on the table for Bruno Guimaraes, just me as an ignorant fan without knowing anything. So we can get out to them for their incompetence, for their delaying, for not putting a bid. But if we haven't put a bid down and Newcastle's bid has been accepted, we actually haven't been outbid or, 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 or combated by Newcastle or Bully. They've put their money where, they, where their mouths are. If I look at some trainers, I'm like, yo, man, they're, they're sick. They're sick. And next man comes in and buys it. What? What? They, we never had a chance then, didn't it? I can't tell no one to hold it for me, really. you got to buy players. But I understand the frustration, especially as it looks like it's something. it looks like something that's so easy. Just like when... You know, it looked like there was a free hit at Bruno Guimaraes. It looked like there was a free hit at Awa. On one hand, when I see these things, maybe something is booky, but I can understand how there's frustration because, again, you're just letting targets walk. And the most, the closest I've seen us be to anything is not really close at all. The most exciting thing I've heard at this window at this moment in time is that we've spoken to Arthur Mello and Telemann's agents and they've been at London Coley. That's the most exciting thing. You know, we've we've done all right in terms of patterning loans. You know, Balogun's gone on loan. Tyrese John-Jules has been recalled and gone back on loan. You know, Carl Hines gone on loan. You know, probably, you know, there's a couple of other things. I don't know if Miguel Aziz will head back on loan. We've done all of that. We, we Ainsley's gone. But in terms of looking after the squad, it's not an, it's a problem now. And for me, it just looks like we're going to go down that same route, which I hope isn't the case of, uh, you know what, when we play Wolves, it's going to be very different. You know, obviously, Pepe, for example, who Arteta is going to have to give him chances if you don't sign a striker. Unfortunately, courtesy of, I don't know what penalty, what Eric Bailly was doing, but he's going to have to link up in the bye. El Nene, again, he'll be back for the Wolves game. So they might say, you know what, Partey and Xhaka's suspension is done. El Nene back. That's us cool for four months or so. So maybe we don't need to do the Arthur thing, which... That's a very naive game. We played that very naive game already at, from, from August till now. On the best of days, we're not equipped. You only see a squad at its weakest, man. That's when you see it's most certainty. But, boy, it is what it is, man. It, it is what it is. Like, this, big up the 500 of you locked in. Hit the like button, people. There's What more can you say, really? Like, <laughs> there's actually nothing more to say, really, is there, people? Like, it is what it is, man. You know, if you bring someone in, cool, but I'm not. Getting my hopes up because I don't know if you lot got ambition like that. I'd Cronkays ain't got the ambition because they would have given the gaffer what he wanted, or they would have been pushing like, all right, cool, fuck the Arthur Mello thing. You got we need to go for someone a bit more certain because you have a chance to fight for Europe. Champion, you know, Champions League, you have a chance to be in a fight. If I was the owner of the club, you can see the finances that come with that. You you have a good chance of being back in the Europa. Equally. You have, a, you have a thing, you know, of going down. Let's be real. Even when we've been winning games, Arsenal's always been like that. We was winning a couple of games. We drew against against Brighton and the shaky Palace game. The Wolves were back out. The Wolves are back out now. It just feels like two steps forward, three steps back, five steps forward, two steps back. So you're just always in the same spot. But there's that illusion of movement. What we can't, you know, what you shouldn't, you know, attribute is just... We shouldn't movement for the sake of it isn't progression, you know. Like it's like you know, doing being busy for the sake of it is not progression. A lot of people in life, like our football club, you just want to be busy and doing things for the sake of doing things. It's not necessarily progression, it's not exactly advancing you all the time. So boy, it's not over to the fat lady sings. Like I said, I would shut my mouth. I'm going to shut my mouth personally until the end of the window, but the end of the window's rapidly approaching, people. 
we should be moving for Gamaras, but I get the feeling Arteta doesn't rate him. Wait. Well, there's always concerns and not rating good players, but when we bring in shit, man, respectfully, Pablo, Marie, William, Cedric, you never see in these articles that there's concerns by the hierarchy and things like that. When you start looking at Shabozlai, at Buendia, right, half of these names we're linked with, and when it goes from, you know, you know the cycle, we're linked with Bear Man, then we're linked with one player that it, 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 you're the end of the world, like you're the only guy. The, the links get aggressive. We start finding out he's got the same agent as this guy. He's cross paths with that guy, this, that, and the third. And ultimately, when it doesn't happen, we hear that he was never that high on the list. He was a player that was scouted, but they never moved, made a bid for officially. You know, there was concerns about him. There's never concerns about shit players at this club. Like, there's never, ever concerns about shit players. That's what jars me. Give me 25-30 for Xhaka. I'll take it. Roma would be very stupid to give that for him in January. And I don't think they will, but maybe... Neves, Telemans, Bruno, Basuma, who you guys picking? Oof. That's a good one, you know, because I do think we need another number six, you know. Lekonga and Partey and him, that could be good options. I obviously like Telemans. I do think a lot of things Telemans does, no, like he does a lot of good things, but some of the things we get vexed about Xhaka doing, Telemans does that. Telemans has a bozo gene. He loses stupid passes in the middle of the park, as seen with the Spurs game. Sometimes he's a bit shaky defensively. He's given away a few penalties. I like Telemans. I love Telemans. He can come to the club, but I just feel a lot of fans do this thing where they move like man ain't got weaknesses and everyone's perfect and whatnot. Bruno Guimaraes, for me, he's got a bit of Telemans and Basuma. You know, he wins a lot of tackles. He presses quite well and he can obviously pass. He's a bit of an all-action sort of man. So that would boost him up the rankings. And I just really like Ruben Neves. So they're all 30, man. They're all 30. I can't really pick. If it came down to personal preference, I'd say Bruno Guimaraes, Brazilian bias. I'd say second Neves because I feel he's got a bit different to him. And then I would say Telemann slash Basuma because I think the only thing that goes against Basuma for me is as much as I would like another number six, I think we've got Lokongo Parte, El Nene for a few months um, and really, and I would like a bit more players who, I know Basuma can pass, but whose strengths are playing the ball. So that guy in the goals against him. So yeah, I would say Bruno Guimaraes first. And then they're all kind of level, they're all kind of level, but I'd say Bruno the first pick for me and then they're all, the, the rest are just tied for second with their own little things, man. Osimhen is levels above Gakpo. Osimhen plus Basuma would be huge. Another 150 million there, though. Again, yeah. And can we see us spending that really? Because they're two intense negotiations, you know. On one hand, Napoli are going to have to find replacements and they're difficult to do business with. And then obviously for Basuma, the way Potter speaks, I think there's an offer to be made and we've worked with Brighton before, but that's going to drag out. And again, you've got to remember, these clubs are trying to do their own thing. Whatever Napoli's trying to do, they're trying to achieve what they're trying to achieve this week, this 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 season. Sociedad that are trying to do what they're doing. Half the players, you know, no one wants to let good players go on the best of days, much like in January. If you make an offer that is too good to turn down, then Brighton have to accept. But at the same time, Arsenal are going to go there. We're going to be like, well, he's contracted until 2023. In the summer, you're going to have to do this. So we'll throw you a that. I can't see us doing that, man. So we'd have to see, man. Can Arsenal give me a birthday present? Broski, you're better off dialing a girl and getting some loud than just making your own motive, really and truly, my guy. You're relying on Arsenal. <laughs> hey, when they do, when you find out Lacazette and Eddie and Ketty have got new deals, that's your birthday present, man. I think Arsenal are targeting midfielders for six months only because they're defo going for Telemans in the summer. Probably, maybe, but... There's scope for our, I mean, there's scope for um, Arthur Mello and my man. Like, 
this is why you know but i think per, i always say in arteta's thinking you're not gonna the reason why we're in this mess is because we're not finding an upgrade on Xhaka. and why i say Xhaka is because he's our most progressive midfielder in the park you, you know the, the plays kind of run through him he doesn't want to upgrade on that so it's Xhaka and a partner which might be continue to be part of, might be someone else rather than revamping the thing. I'd take Tony at this point for the right fee. If we can get deals done, we can use Pepe as a nine. I'd rather use him on the flanks, but yeah, no. I don't think Arthur for 18 months is that, but it's bad, but it's what it is. I would love to have got Ben to call, but there must be something wrong with them sort of man. Why was chasing Vlahovic a waste of time? If there was a chance, I see it as ambitious. It's, you know, I could chase, I could chase Beyonce as much as I want and DM her. But at the end of the day, if I don't, you know, if I, if she don't let me take her on a date, what? You don't get praised for showing ambition, my guy. It's a waste of time, you know. Obviously, as I said at the start, clearly there was more encouragement than we're led to believe because Arsenal aggressively pursued him, but it ended with jack shit, like you know. Me and Arsenal got something in common. We both ain't got no fucking strikers right now, really and truly. So it doesn't make sense. You sh you don't get points for trying well. You don't get points for ambition. It's a waste of time because I can give you your flowers for showing ambition, Quincy, you know. But at the same time, if we play a match tomorrow, where who is our strikers? How many goals does Lacazette and Eddie and, and Ketty have between them? What is the fullback plan? There's no guarantee Pepe's going to play as a false nine. We'll probably see Smith-Rowe play there, just like in the semi-finals of the Europa League. There's no guarantee he's going to do that. I would love to see Martinelli get a chance through the middle. There's no guarantee that's going to be the case. And even that, he would still be learning. You know, Pepe or Smith-Rowe, whoever would play as a false nine, would need time to adapt to that. You know, and at the end of the day, striker and midfield, two gaping areas in this team. You know, you look at our rivals... West Ham share the goals about, you know. Spurs, it, find, it feels like Kane is going to find his feet again. They struggle for goals, but Kane looks like he's finding his feet again. Son to come back from injury. Ronaldo and United haven't really been productive, but they've got goal scorers. West Ham's goal scorers are doing what they're doing. Who is our goal scorers? It's Martinelli. What, Smith-Rowe must be our top goal scorer in the league. Respectfully, he's still developing. There's no guarantee that he is going to keep scoring goals. Now, his goal, just like Saka's, is to become 10 and 10 minimum men, whether that's all comps or in the league. They're going to go through good or bad form. On the best of days, we're relying on young players, which isn't fair because they're still in their early 20s. So by all means, you know, when you stop score, when guys are not scoring goals and you're not winning games because you're not putting the ball in the back of the net, it, you know, and in May, you're down the table. If you lot want to waffle about, oh, we try. If you lot want to hold your dick in your hand and say, well, we tried to get Vlahovic, Quincy, that's up to you, innit? But boy, it does show ambition, but there's, you know, would you would you want brownie points for that? You played well against City, you lost. Like, you don't get brownie points for playing well. This is the harsh reality of life and football. Like, come on, Vlahovic is a waste of time. Our man's not at the club, you know. We've known from October that he's got an agreement with Juventus, so we could try as much as we want. And again, it's a waste of time because you've got no fullback plans. Dead. Come on now, man. Come on now, man. Come on, man. Love for the super chat. Yes, DG, let me throw something at you. Is it worth getting a midfielder loanee now? Maybe Ronaldo, then jump on Telemans or Nevers in the summer. Love for the super chat, first things first. And yeah, because you ain't got we ain't got jack shit right now. So yeah, what else can you say? You have to explore them options there. But who though? We knew January was difficult to do business. This is why when I see Arteta's com comment that oh, the market is complicated. We've been knowing it's complicated. You're a footballer, so you know how complicated it is. You are a footballer who made a move to this club when you kicked the ball here in, in January towards deadline day where you had to, you, you said to Wenger, I don't need a medical and that. So you know that you have personal experience of how difficult it is. As a manager, you've been here, you know. Arteta said these comments last year, you know. 
I can have criticisms for Arteta and Eddie. I can have sympathies for them when boards are not sanctioning things. But at the end of the day, I don't care. You know, it might be more his fault than your fault. All I care about as a fan, which again, why I'm going to shut up until the end of the window. Have we got a striker or a midfielder or both or one of the two? Why not? If we have, praise. If not, what's going on? Where it might have been, you, you know, it might have been the board's fault. It might have been Eddie's fault. It might have been Arteta's fault. But, you know, I see two people who are involved in the tactical front and the technical front, you know, in those two. And I see the board. I don't care who did what What happened. Bro, nothing's here. Someone's got to answer for it. And then you have to have contingency plans. It's not my job as a fan ticket. Of course, I think everybody can accept everybody can accept that we're you know we're talking or trying to go for more than one target. And again, why I'm shutting up until the windows close. But again, you can talk to a hundred players. If you ain't brought one in by the end of the window, it doesn't mean anything. You don't get points for trying. I know the new generation has changed things and and life has changed. Where you know you can finish eighth in a race, you get a point. You don't get well, life ain't like that. You don't get rewarded for trying. You definitely don't get rewarded for doing what you're supposed to do in your jobs. Come on now, man. Wait. Can anyone remember the last time Arsenal have gone all out in both January and the summer? The thing is, you know, and the thing with Edu, did he not say, oh, a lot in the summer? Oh, yeah, you know what? We're just going to need one or two players in future. You need one or two players. I don't, some of the names you lot are saying is desperation. I don't want to just, we are desperate. I don't want to sign man for no for no reason. Like guys, just to say we have someone. Because a lot of you are saying some shit, man. And when they sign for this club, you're going to say the club's penny pinching and all of this bullshit. You know, I don't want players for the sake of it and reckless things. But at the same time, boy, you need plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D targets and exhausting them. Where clearly the club are. But as a fan, it is not my job to simply care about that. I'm not involved in the club. Clearly, they're talking and doing whatever they're doing. I just care about results. You know, we need a midfielder. Do you bring a midfielder in? It's not my job to give a shit flying fuck that you, on the 1st of January, you flew to this country, you spoke to this agent, you spoke, you know, his mum made you jollof and you ate and that. I don't care about none of that. Like, none of that matters. As, as much as you lot praise me for looking at things, it's not our job to give a fuck about that. Come the end of the window, do you have the tools at your disposal to keep us in within touching distance of getting Europe? That's all that matters. Man said, Roma want red cards. I bring I, energy, energy. Why not? <laughs> Way. Way. David Luiz, thoughts on him? Douglas Luiz, a good player, but I don't know. I don't know whether to believe half of this, these things, man. Crazy. Love for the super chat, my guy. What about Dominic Calvert-Lewin? 70 million wouldn't be bad. I'm not with it, man. Certain prices, but no, man, that's dead, man. Dead, 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 dead. I'm not with that, man. You lot are stressing me out with the likes. What are you lot saying, people? Patting up the likes, people. 171 likes. Come on, we can do a lot better, man. And there's 500 plus of you. But we're told world-class players want to join us. Obviously, it looks like a bit of egg and face with them lots of comments, but, you know, I'll give them a blind, man. DJ, I think we can hang on for centre mid until summer. We need goals. Yeah, you need goals, but are you not seeing how goals are created, you know? Again, if you can't break down a low block, you can't break down a low block on the best of days. How are you going to get that without progressive passes? I hear you. We need goals. Goals win games. But what happens, you know, the goals got to, the ball has to get to them strikers, you know? 
And maybe if we had a midfielder who could pass the ball or players that were confident, maybe the likes of Saka, Odegaard, Lacazette even, they could stay further up the field. I don't know. It's the same old, same old. You know, strikers win games, defence wins your leagues, but every week it's the midfield battle. And until that midfield is addressed, especially as we, we revamped the spine of this team last in the summer, but as much as I say that, if the midfield is the same, how much of the spine did you revamp? We need goals. But if I was Arteta, I'd be more happy to work with these attacking options than the midfield options. And admittedly, I've changed my mind on that. And there's more of a pressing need for a striker in the best of days, more so with the last few games and the opportunities Lacazette is missing, whether that is Liverpool, whether that's Burnley and whatever. Even that, I'm not blaming Lacazette. We're creating two, three chances a game and remembering them. I remember when Arsenal used to create a gazillion chances, you know. You create more chances, you have more chance of scoring goals rather than, by all means, Lacazette should have bagged or whoever should have scored. But we're focusing on that one period. And just by some of the comments, you can see there's no balance with some of these discussions. Love for the super chats, my people. Them and overall support. Someone please tell me what Arteta's style of playing, which players fit into that supposed style, but... Not looking good, bro. Newcastle are doing better than us in the market. Shocking that they're doing better than us already. To be fair to you, nothing's over the line with Newcastle. And Newcastle have had a bag of man reject them. And to be fair, Newcastle probably are doing the reckless thing. Respectfully, lose, use, what's, uh, use what you have. But they're throwing the bag at man. And there's probably hella get-out clauses. Big up Omar on his G-Day. Do we need a better clinically team for a strike? Clinically... In a classity team for the strikers, I don't know what that is. You're gonna to have to spell spell that in layman terms to me. I'm a simple man, my guy. Appreciate you, Kevin. I can't wait for this window to be closed. Every day I pray we sign someone, but as us as with Arsenal, they disappoint. Bit harsh. Hope Pierre Emerick Aubameyang joins Liverpool. I don't think we have to worry about that, but it'll be a good move for him. Really, more chance of winning trophies. Style of play probably suits him a bit better. Boy, interesting comments. Let Arteta stop his ego and use a Bamian. And you're going to have to get into that scenario. This is where I'm going to happen. If you don't sign a striker where there's problems, you're going to have to use a Bamian without knowing anything. Because you're cut. I see that as cutting off your nose to spite your face. You need to, you know, maybe you need to put your personal opinions aside and do what's best for the collective. If we had a striker or the people we had scoring goals, no one's speaking about a Bamian. Simple as that. Just like when we were struggling for creativity, you know, he was past it and not needed, but man are going to ask, why are we not using Ozil? Make things not a question. We haven't bidded for him, man. We haven't bidded for Guimaraes, allegedly, so it is what it is. What will happen is an overhyped player will join and AFTV will create a music video to doom their future. <laughs> I mean, we need a bit of humour. Sure, the clicks to the site were good. The thing is, there's an obvious disconnect from the Cronkies in English football. They have no respect and understanding for the culture of this sport. It's up to Eddie to get their full trust to do it. Boy, man said Envia. Hey, he probably, hey, that's a root. That's that is one. I'm surprised we ain't seen those rumors, man. On the flip side of that argument, the fans would moan if we wasn't interested in big players, wouldn't they? It's been a fruitless pursuit, most definitely, but the fact is there's no plan B. F Do you want me to be honest? Fuck what the fans feel, because fans are can't be pleased, you know. They would have, the same way they said it's no ambition not getting uh, Madison and spending 70 million. 
up until a point this season, they would have, if, if, with the full reason, they would have said Arsenal panic. Fuck, fuck the fans' feelings. All that matters is signing the right man, whether they're glamorous signings or elite signings. Just sign the right competent players. Simple as that. It doesn't matter if they've got reputation or not. I'm, as a fan, of course, we want wavy names. We want blockbuster signings, but that's not what matters. If it was up to fans, we'd have so much shit, man, at this football club. Ironically, we do as well. Already. Pardon me, Eddie Nketiah is going to find his inner Anelka in Dubai, bro. Can we leave him there? Man said Pablo Dybala will be the real deal. I hope so, man. Anyways, Dominic Calvert-Lewin can't strike a ball at all. He's a he's a lacquer that can header. That's literally a bit harsh. Very harsh. DJ, at this point, I'd take Philip Beeling and Benjamin Burton Dyers now, nah, man. No, nah, I'd rather get anyone than none at this point. That's a very dangerous way of looking at it. Desperation can lead to you doing dumb shit. I think Yemi will be lit, but myth. I keep hearing 70 million for a striker, but wouldn't 70 million get you two, three midfielders? Maybe. Surely 70 million could just about, it could probably get you this Arthur Melo deal done and get you Bruno Kimaris, but I guess that's not what I did, man. Victor is just another Eddie. Why let him leave for free just to buy another one at a premium? I mean, he's not Eddie because he's surely score, he can score goals at senior level. Big up to you, man. Saw you on AFTV time ago, speaking sense. First time tuning into a show. Another real talking fan like Curtis. Shout out, Curtis. Shout out, you, Scott. Uh, you saw me time ago and you're only locking in now. What's going on there, though? What's going on there, though? Love chilling, watching your videos, bro. Always, always show love for your work. Appreciate that, Joey. Without you, Lord, I'd be dead, man. We should get both Gakpo and awesome. And if only life was that simple, man. All I care about is not cutting off your nose despite your, your face. Again, if we don't sign a striker, what internal solutions is that, you know, removing Lacazette for a second, still using him, but removing him and playing Martinelli up there, reintegrating a Bamian, maybe trying this Pepe thing. Just give me a reason not to talk about that. That's all I want. If you give me a reason, in the same way a few weeks ago, it didn't matter because Lacazette, I told you lot this was going to happen and be wary of drawing conclusions, just like when Lacazette wasn't in the team or we were going with two strikers or Aubameyang was on the left. But, you know, when we're doing our thing, no one cares. You know, unpopular opinion, we play the same way. Like there's a, What I mean by that is the same patterns are there, struggling to really create. People missing tappings, you know, very slow and coordinated and in a negative way, structured down that left-hand side. It's just when we win, no one gives a shit. No one cares. Nobody cares. Half the time we was winning games, we're saying our oh, midfield this and that. No one cared. But if Aubameyang, if Aubameyang stinks up the place, he stinks up the place. But if you're not going to sign someone, I don't give a fuck if Aubameyang plays or not. Respectfully, I, I would love him to get 100 goals. I would like us to not have any stories. I'm only committed to Arsenal Football Club. I do not care if Aubameyang plays or not plays. What I care about is Arsenal. We lack goals. Aubameyang hasn't been scoring. You know, can he do any worse than Eddie? Probably, but probably not. If you're not going to bring in a striker, you need to fix the, the problem because then I start looking at it. All right, cool. By all means, alienate a man or whatever, but have a solution. You're the manager. If you're going to do that, you can't cry about not scoring. If he stinks up the place, he stinks up the place, you know, which he probably will. This is why you sign a striker. Obviously, that's proven hard. And it's all fun and games, rubbing out pensioners up front and, you know, Mesut Ozil. But hey, when there's a bust up with a player that actually needs to play week in, week out, we're going to see you all gone. 
victory grows out of harmony. Trust. Straight from Vlahovic, from the Vladovic to this live. Big up DG. Now nah, none of these men have the profile. I want Bento from Udinese and the CDM. Xhaka out is the biggest transfer we'll do. Yeah, even now, I'm by no means Xhaka defensively, but unless you're bringing in a midfielder, it's stupid territory to be going down that. What about Tony from Brentford? I like him, but, you know, I would want him to replace Lacazette, like be the squad striker. Like, I do think he would score more goals at Arsenal. I do like how he drops deep. He pulls out to the left. He's a target man. He takes a mean penalty, which Lacazette can't do. But Ivan Tony, I need to see 20 league goals, and they're going to probably save 50 million for him. Is that what you should be spending? The next striker has to score, man. The next striker has to fit in what we're doing. They can't score goals, but then have to be shipped out on the left. They can't offer general play and all this overcompensating stuff and not score goals. They it needs to be, it needs to work. Striker and midfield, the next signings have to work. We can't be doing what we've done with Xhaka, where you know the thing. One minute he looks good, the next minute he looks bad. He's got fanboys that overcompensate. He's got haters that never give him credit where due. We can't have that. The next two areas, and every signing is a risk, but they need to be closer confirmations than these two. In these two areas, apologies. Newcastle ain't sign, ain't selling off for Melo. They can't sell a player they don't own. Let's get to 300 likes. Everyone smash the like button. We've got to reach 300. I appreciate that. You see, if everyone in this chat paused for like a second and likes to hits the like button, we reach our target. Imagine that one second of your time and I can't and I can stop bitching. Unexpected high bills due, mate. I just need to see someone composed in front of go at this rate. I don't care who it is. Midfield needs to be sorted, though, because if we don't, that composed striker doesn't get the chances. Exactly. You know, if you don't get a striker, we're not going to be a, a proper pressing team. If you don't get a midfield, we're not going to score goals. We're not going to dominate. We're not going to break teams down. I said, is there a midfield pivot that you lot believe in, honestly? In the same way you're seeing the back five long-term, you know, Tierney, Tommy Asu, the two centre-halves, Gabriel Saliba to come back and fight with them and, Rams and Ramsdale. The same way you're seeing Smith, Rowe, Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, these lot. Do you believe in any of these midfield partnerships? Because I like Lokonga. I like Partey. I have an appreciation for what Xhaka does that isn't that isn't talked about, but I think it's overcomplicated. I think Elnen is okay for the squad, but needs to be moved on. I don't think any of them are bad players. But is there a single pivot you lot can believe in and say in August till May that could see us through? Xhaka and Partey, Lokonga and Partey, Partey and Elnene. El Nene and Partey, which these these things these these partnerships have worked at times. They've worked greatly, but are they levels? If you think they are, fair play. I dream of a world where Odegaard isn't dropping deep all the time. I dream of a world where Odegaard doesn't have to overcompensate on the right-hand side and sacrifice his game. I dream of a world where our attacking players can stay further up the field, drop deep by all means, but stay further up the field. I dream of a world where I can look at that midfield in, in August and say, OK, cool, that's my midfield. If you look and do that, fair play. Well, you know, very bliss, if that's the case, though. While we're flying out to Dubai, if we can't get a deal over the line for players, try and get the seat to bid the sheet to bid for Arsenal. Why do I like that thinking, but In hindsight, have we replaced Van Persie? I don't know. It's that simple. Oh, sorry, I've seen, I've said that already. Thomas Lamar. Is that the Emirates ringing the doorbell? Probably. 90 million stuff. <laughs> uh, I, guess, I don't know what that is, but that's going to have to hold a block. Mm. 
we do have to give Arsenal some credit for going all out in this window, but it feels a little too late from us. Going all out for what? Because at the end of the day, it's just talk. I don't know if you've not done anything or gone all out. It's a results business. Nobody cares that. Well, some Arsenal fans will do it and they like to change up the table and stuff. It doesn't matter if you were good in, in from, from October to December, if you're 7th, 8th, which by God's grace isn't the case in May. Some Arsenal fans might be like, oh, but yeah, that November period, though, that was good, though. That was lit, though. You Arsenal fans can't even do that. We were the best team since 2021. We ain't won a bloody game since 2022. So like they did last year. Credit for what? I hear you, but football's harsh. Credit for what? Doing what you're supposed to do? Or not doing anything? Uh, you don't get credit for trying. If you look, try it in your workplace, but don't necessarily do good, you're getting disciplinaries and probably sacked. Come on now. If you're a firefighter and you try to save fires and stop fires, but you're making it worse and more people are dying, you might be a good guy, but you're gone. What are you doing? It's not making sense. Like, you don't get points for trying. This is a results business. And arguably, as much as I cut us credit, we're a young squad with young people off the field as well as on it. It's a results business. The world keeps spinning. The world ain't going to stop for Arsenal because we're young and we're doing this. And it doesn't matter if you're old or young. There needs to be basic competencies. A blind man could see that this this storm was coming in in, in midfield specifically. But, hey, but we and a lot of what we're crying about, we haven't got there overnight. You know, we find ourselves relying on two players who are fucking off at the end of the season up front. Two mediocre players, if that, respectfully to Lacazette more so when they didn't get you. You know, you're at Xhaka's, you're, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of always begging Xhaka. We're at Xhaka's mercy, really, in, in the middle of the park. And, 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 and the rest. And the thing is, you never get the vibe that we want to sell players, whether they're good or not. They always want to move on. It doesn't feel like we want to replace players until it's an evident problem. Or in Xhaka's case, just to use him as an example, I only saw aggressive midfield links in the summer when it looked like he was keeping it moving. It's very hard to get that number nine. It's hard. But you got to get one. Is it hard to find one that can link up play? Probably not. Scoring goals in the Premier is the only big area. And this is where, by all means, I've got no excuses. You lot are paid. Some of you, I would love to have you lot's jobs. Some of you are paid to use We Scout and all these wavy apps to find players and go and scout players. Go and see what they're like away from home. Go and, a lot of you always talk about players' strengths. If you don't know players' weaknesses, you can't really talk to man. You know, look at players' weaknesses. By all means, go for Vlahovic. Go for this guy. Go for that guy. But make sure you know I can go for Joe Bloggs, who this team and that team. I You don't get points for trying. No matter what articles come out, no matter what happens, if you don't bring people in, personally, I don't care. Because it's a results business. And I'm probably one of the most sane Arsenal fans. I'm going out there and saying it, really. But it, I don't care. Like, you don't get points for trying, blood. And fans chat shit, bro, because fans were chatting shit about Odegaard. A lot of them were chatting shit. Oh, he's a terrible signing, lack of ambition, blah, blah, blah. Balling out now. Shut the hell up, fans, man. Allow it, man. Exactly, and this is why some fans annoy me. Pure Odegaard slander when he's asked to do a job that he wasn't brought in for because we're short in midfield. And again, we're not protecting... The language, especially around Lokonga. Lokonga's shown some good play, some shaky play, you know? The language around Arteta and Edu, when you listen to what they're actually saying, they're always saying Lokonga's played probably too much. He's played more. If that's, an, if that's one of your assets and a player for the future, then you should account for, oh, there might be a time where he has to play better. Do you not sign someone else to hold his hand or, or take the burden off him? Because right now, Lokonga's just having to, bro, he's having to just learn how to swim on his own. He's drowning. He's having to learn how to swim. There's no, there's no swimming lessons. You're going to have to learn, you know. 
you don't become a skilled sailor if you're not in strong currents. So Lokonga, there is light at the end of the tunnel, but you gotta protect these guys, man. Well, man, getting that part in, they won't kiss you. Big up Uncle Kessie and Uncle Pie, but it'd be smelly, man. It's only smoke. Eddie said we're not signing players in his interview. I don't think he specifically said that. Not going to lie, these decisions are looking like panic buy fodder. Otherwise, they didn't plan to get anyone because Arteta should be here pushing a move instead of watching ice hockey. Yeah, to be fair, bro, Arteta got flown out like a bedino. Arteta got flown out. Kronke said, I'll fly you out. He flew him in like a bedino. He tried to get more than more than the flight. And Kronke said, no, nah, I'm just flying you out. Get back to your crib. You know, your manager is having to beg for man. Or Edu is getting things done and it's getting rubbed out. As much as I criticise those two, this is where we see that as much as they have incompetencies and do weird things, fundamentally, as long as certain people own this club, we're not going to do serious business. We're only consistent with the poor management and performance. It's not a surprise we're in this mess again. This fan base is delusional at times. You seem like one of the few rational fans. The irony of your name is perfect. Now, there's plenty of good Arsenal fans. It's just, obviously, the waffle is seen online with people moving like mad mazes. I don't know why we loaned out Ainsley Maitland. Now, them times there, I was, like everyone, I was probably thinking, surely a man's coming in then. You know, Ainsley's barely playing, but squad depth and that. Surely a man's coming in. Boy. Man said you got Budge Ocean. I like you, but you think I take Budge? It's your mum who takes Budge, fam. They allow that, bro. She's probably plugging it like man. Calm that down. You're not boys like that. DG, we ain't sign gonna sign anybody. We ain't gonna sign anyone. Anybody of looking at, at signing players. I don't know what that says, but all right. Nothing to do with you know. It's nothing to do. It's nothing to do with being on smoke. It's just come on, man. Fans are just when people trying to shit, they're trying to shit, man. Lokonga needs an experienced man. I'm very critical of Lokonga. However, he clearly has physical and football talents. Arteta and Eddie failed to integrate correctly. He, I mean, I like these harsh lessons because everybody talks about how good these players are. And, and I'm not saying you, but everybody just thinks, OK, Balogun's, you know, any young striker, Martinelli, Balogun, all right, they're just going to bad it up from the start. They're never going to struggle. Saka's never going to go for adversity. Lokonga's never going to go for adversity. You know, if you've got potential to do something, you're going to struggle. Fans don't get that. Now, I like, in theory, Lokonga is struggling because you, you should be learning from this. But at the same time, it's a results-driven business. We need to help him. And if I know old habits die hard. I'm not going to lie, Lokonga, a lot of the mistakes he's been making, you should have learned that bright in a way. You should have learned that at the Emirates against Palace. Lo and behold, the old habits haven't quite died. Tavares the same. I love Gabriel, even Gabriel. Old habits die hard, but this is where you need to know your players. Like I said, weaknesses. We've, all, we've lost rep, you know. We've lost rep, but it's not just about big names. I don't care about big names. I care about the right signings. Arguably, Arsenal have been signing, in theory, big names or, 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 or exciting names. I'm not trying to do him dirty, but Thomas Partey's release clause was activated. When we signed, when we signed, when we signed Pepe, he's one of the most exciting players in Europe at the time. You know, Lacazette, we was linked with him for a number of years. We've signed, quote-unquote, household names or signed people that man know. I want the signings to be right. I don't care if, you know, obviously I like sexy signings. The signings need to be right. I always say the three Cs, competencies. If you're a centre-back, can you defend? 
or any position, competencies, basic competencies, consistency. No point being able to do it on Tuesday if you can't do it on Saturday. Bad games happen, but the best players have rare days. And confidence. And what I mean by confidence, when things are going wrong, you know, when it gets really toxic, how confident are you? When you try that pass and it doesn't happen, will you try it again? If you make a mistake, will you crumble? It's easy to be confident when, confident, sorry, when all the fans are rocking with you, they're loving you, everything's going right. It's very difficult to do it when it, when, 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 when it flips. They're the three Cs. And if they can find exciting players for that fair play, a lot of our players typically, in typical years, have had two of the three or one of the three or in special cases, none of them. We've signed, we found, we've actually found defenders you can't defend, you know, goalies you can't catch. We've done some special stuff, <laughs> Renison. Um, so, boy, I genuinely think a lot of you don't actually stop and critically think of the things you're saying, if I'm honest. can our current squad get us top four? Not, not if there's any injuries. You've got an opportunity to fight, man. But man asks if I need butch blood. Man, if I suck their mum for that one. Oh, what that? <laughs> oh, what that? Just get Telemans if he's available. He's proven and tested in the Premier League. For all you saying about Brazilian link, because they do is Brazilian. I don't care if they come from Brazil, Jamaica, Somalia, wherever. Go and look around. Emerging market should be something. So Tristan Joseph, I don't know what you're getting at. Brazil haven't won the world, haven't won the World Cup in a minute. But when you've got five to your name, you can hold on. I don't know what you're getting at. You know, are you trying one up, one upmanship. Oh, you're talking about Brazil, but there's no Brazil, bro. There's hella countries. Gabriel, you know, there's hella countries. You found someone playing in Italy, you know, that's Japanese. Competencies. The signings just don't have to be sexy. Tomiyasu wasn't a sexy signing. He's sexy to me in a footballing way because he's playing consistently. They can be the big money signings or whatever, you know. Buy smartly. Don't give a shit where the nationality is from. What are you talking about, man? Like, come out my live chat, man. Lately, some people just been chatting nonsense, man. I like the baptism of fire too that Lokonga is being put through, but when it costs up to points, it's a case of time and place for us to end. Exactly. We've got to remember it's a result business. Arteta won't fumble this. We need Europe this season. He'll bring in players. Honestly, his summer signings have all been great. They have been great, but, you know, we need a bit more to push us through to this season now, man. We should have got Abraham when we could have. People laughed at him at the time, but your opinion, DG, we, you know, we could rock with that. Should have done that. It was Latoro, Martinez and Tammy in the summer. It's Vlahovic, Jonathan David, all these guys, and who knows who it's going to be in the summer of 2022. <laughs> Man said to and that's exactly it. Just said to Arteta, if I ask my dad, if I ask, my dad will say no, but if you ask, he'll say yes. Sounds like me with my cousins, man. Oh... Bloody hell, man. That, that killed me, man. Great example. Great example. Budgie's weed, right? What did I say? No, no, no. Budgie's definitely not. I don't know what weed is, but it's definitely not that. How much money should I need to save up for a trip to Qatar? I don't know, but yeah, if I Google that one, man. I was hearing you say I had a dream and it was thinking of Martin Luther King's speech, DG. You really got a career motivational speaking. I don't think I have. And big up Martin Luther King, you know, you know, a lot of people in life talk about his I have a dream thing, but they never talk about his statement where he said, I fear I've left my people, led my people, sorry, into a burning house. I'm more like Mark, Malcolm X's approach and think it was more practical than Martin Luther King's, but shout out to him, okay. And I definitely couldn't be named with my man. Pepe just needs to be loved. Tell his gal to do that then, innit? Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> 
and this is it for me. I don't want people just for the sake of people. Like, you know, some of the fans, some of the fans are moving. Like, you know, when you've gone on a night out, the buff things are, are not having it. The lights are being turned on. You're seeing some rub, some decap motors. Man are just trying to savage stuff. I've seen Dons do that. You know, I've seen. So I'm not gonna hold up the man then, but certain man are, are are still trying to savage something in the kebab shop. The the, the decap motors, bro. That's what we're on. I don't want no decap motors at this club. If you can't find a decent, you know, a decent car, there's no point buying it. It's a myth, man. It's a myth, man. Um, if you thought that, if you thought it was that, then fair play. Friendly fire, if not, boy, 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 if not. Bro, competency is sexy, blood. Absolutely. Know when to fold your hand. I like Teeny because he's competitive and you and you need that and you know he'll make up for the mistakes. The ball, there's mistake. When I see Tommy Asu Teeny dropping clangers, the man are human, they'll get back. Respectfully, Ramsdale, they'll get back. I've got more time. Lokonga, I know it. In theory, it's not in vain. It's when my problem is it's guys that have done it for years and we know what we're getting now to the point where I'm not even vexed. Like with certain players in our team, I've moved on from actually getting at them because they're not picking themselves. They're not building the team around themselves. They're not the build, build. They're not saying build up play from our goalie playing out from the back has to run through them in the middle of the park to progress us. They're not doing any of that. Crazy, man. I don't care, bro. You can be Brazilian, you can be Argentine, you can be Spanish, bro. But you could be from Edmonton, you know, Edmonton, North London, which I would love to have a North Londoner in the team. I don't give a shit where you're from in this world as long as you do the job. That's the beautiful thing about football. But naturally, Edu, that's your homeland, or Arteta, that's your homeland. I, I, you kind of came together for Marie and that, but dead, man. I mean, everybody, the modern day, the, every every team demands a lot more than just goals from the striker. But why is it just Arsenal that i got to find these mythical men? Nothing wrong. Bro, You lot, whatever you lot want to do in your private time, this your business, bro. That's your, that is your business. I don't, you lot do that in your business. Yeah, that's that is good, man. I'm I'm half life, man. DG Bellerin is rocking in La Liga. This manager is what bro, listen, that's good for him. Bellerin shit. Like, I can't lie, that's one thing. No matter what Bellerin shit, get that move done. You know, Bellerin to I love Terrera. Bellerin Terrera, Gwendozi, you lot doing well at your clubs. Can we get the summer moves con uh, sorted? And then obviously bring in some people. Pardon me. Every player is going to have a risk. Every player is going to be, you know, going to be, going to kind of have against it. All the things are going to be said about all these players, man. Bloody hell, man. That's where it gets frustrating, because I think some of you are not even listening to what you're saying. Like, stop and think for a second. Like, you don't even believe in it. DG, I'm from Philly. Big up you in the US and been an Arsenal fan from the jump. I feel like we should stick by Oba and find a midfielder like the dread youth that plays for Portugal and Leo Sanchez. I'm only listen. If you want to, I've got no loyalty to Aubameyang. I've got loyalty to Arsenal. If they want to get rid of Aubameyang, do what you want. Just don't give me a reason to say nothing about Aubameyang. Bring in a striker. If you're not going to bring in a striker for whatever difficulties, give yourself the scope of at least being able to utilize him. Because everyone can say rub him out and whatnot, and everybody up front is shit right now. But if there's an injury, things change. And for Arteta, cut, don't cut off your nose to spite your face. Look how Tuchel handled the, the, the Lukaku saga, which is completely different. But 
You've got to know when to play the game. And when I see conclusions being drawn all over the pitch, it makes me think that, you know, there is no real goals for this season. We'd like to get Europe. It's not a, it's not a must. No one's going to lose their job or no one's going to be held accountable. Or no one's going to have at least a, a slap on the wrist if we got, don't get Europe. Well, Gavin Beck would be an amazing signing, but he's young, man. Well, no, Bellerin's my guy, but I mean, come on now, man. Like... Anyone that thinks we can build our team in the future for, for Bellerin is lying. And Bellerin's, I wouldn't say he's burnt his bridges, but the way he talks about Arsenal now, it's like he's already bust out. So make of that what you will, really. Crazy. Mm -hmm. We don't discriminate on this channel, people. We don't. At all, man. Anyone discriminating, kick them out, man. What's all of that? How are you, DG? I'm good, man. Healthy. Got you lot answering questions, asking questions and things. Got the community. I can't, I can't be regretted. A bit frustrated about Arsenal. But when you're frustrated about Arsenal, it is what it is. Speaking of Arsenal, make sure you join me at 4.30, 3.30, people. Obviously, we can escape to Football Manager. Obviously, I've won the league. I don't know about you lot, but yeah, man, that's... It's, a play, it's just playing games now because in real life it's a myth, man. Arteta is an egomaniac. I mean, every great, to be fair, a lot of people that are great sportsmen, great managers, they've all got egos, blood. The only problem is knowing to play the game. The thing is, with a Bamian or anyone, you've got to give yourself a way back because there's going to come a time where, you know, it's easy to do it with Gwendozi, who people weren't really convinced on Ozil or Bamian's form. It would have been very different if a Bamian was the Bamian of old. What if it's just for example, Saka or Gabriel or Ramsdale, people that, all right, they're actually good. They actually need to play. I don't know all the specifics around it, but you got to, you know, you got to know when to play the game, man. You got to know when to play the game. Lucas Perez was ahead of his time. DG, what do you think about selling Pepe in the summer and signing Anthony from Ajax? Why not? But, you know, in the summer, before we talk about wingers, not that we don't need one, can we just send a mid striker? Like, did, did, if it's not addressed this 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 period, send a mid striker. Everything else is, you know, secondary. I would like a winger. I would like a backup right back. You know, I would. Ironically, unpopular opinion. I'd like a centre half. And what I mean by that is, I I I would like four centre halves I can believe in. And what I mean by that is, you need five in the squad. Gabriel, Ben White, they're doing their thing. Saliba, come back and try do a thing as well. But I would like. I don't know, like a 26, 27, 28, maybe even 30 for a couple of years. Someone that ain't going to cost that much, ain't going to affect the wages too much. But when he's brought in, they, they, he can do all right. So that when these young centre-halves, in which Gabriel, Ben White and these, like, oh, if they're moving a bit shaky, we can do other things and whatnot. But yeah, I would like that. But that's me asking for a lot. And it goes without saying a backup left-back. I mean, a backup keeper. We've got a backup left-back in Tavares. I don't know where you decided that I'm hating on Pepe, but okay, take your word for it, man. Perez was shit from the jump, man. <laughs> Dead DJ. If you had to choose just one position to strengthen, where would it be? Or oh, It's midfielder up front because I do think on one hand, if you've got a shit midfield, but you've got a bad boy scoring goals, 
you could scumbag it. Like you could scumbag something. You can you can scumbag three points, but at the same time, you can have as great striker as you want. If you know, if they if the striker tries to press and they beat that press and the ball goes into midfield, what is being said then? So then you need midfield. I say midfield because a striker in an ideal world, it should be my creme de la creme. It should be the icing on top of the cake. It's easy when you played like three games. DG Osimhen ain't even a proper striker. We are left with three goals. I mean, I mean, I don't know where you got that, but fair play. DG, do you think Arsenal is not a desirable destination as it used to be? Of course, well, we're not winning trophies. I still think there's an attraction. I still think there's an attraction and it's still attractive. But, you know, there's not really any special guy now. You're not first choice. You're... You know, there's the five big boy European clubs, and then there's you. I don't personally, I don't think we're we're selling our team good enough. You know, it's not you get what you negotiate, man. That's the darkest period in Arsenal's history. Oof. Definitely tougher days, man. Definitely tougher days. Reckon we will not bring anyone in after this Dubai break. Everyone will be refreshed and fit. We will probs go on another little run and fans will forget again about squad depth. This is the thing. DG, will you do FIFA streams on Twitch in the future? 100%. Nah, I don't know if my stress level is there, but yeah, man. I didn't say there's anything wrong. But again, if, if I've, I've said at the start, as much as I like Gravenbetch, Arsenal are relying, would be relying on Gravenbetch or rely, and, and are relying on Saka. We're in a dangerous, as you know, big up them once again. I'm not going to say it again. Shout out to them. You know, I don't think you understood me or chose to listen. You know, I don't want Arsenal to have to rely on these young players. Let them thrive. Let them turn to the left and right and see significantly improved and experienced individuals. In the same way, when we was on top of Liverpool in the first 20 minutes of that game, before they scored in minute 22, Curtis Jones, you could see him. He looks over. Fabinho, Van Dijk, galvanising the troops. Our young ones are the ones setting it. Please listen to specifically what you, what I said, especially if you're going to ask me a question, man. And my pet peeve is not being disagreed with, people not listening to what I've said. Arsenal, like AC Milan a couple of years ago, they were not in the champs. Big team, not currently on smoke. Fran said, DG, it's going to be a long winter break. What will we do in here? Probably need a group therapy after this window. I don't have any answers, man. I'm just, just take every day as it comes, man. Every day is a new day. Just deal with it as it comes, man. That's what I do. I wake up, I check what Arsenal news is there, and I think I can't wait to be here with you lot, but we have to just accept every day as it comes. Just oh shit. It's probably broken. For me, I just no expectations, man. Still disappointments, disappointments, but. Just accept everything at raised value. In my head, if I just simply believe that this is it, if a midfielder comes in great, if not, this is it, then you could only positively surprise me, innit? Trying to rationalise the club's thinking or what we're doing, you know, especially when you're unable to affect anything, it's just going to do your head in, man. And as much as I love Arsenal and stuff, it makes you real, it makes you wonder, like, why are you so, not, not necessarily for my love of Arsenal, but why, is it healthy to be disattracted to, dis, disattracted or better yet, attached to something? Because no one's telling me to be loyal as much as I love this thing. Like, I'm loyal, but loyal for what? When does the law end? When does the attachment end? When do you... Yeah, man. Because it really doesn't reflect anything. This was... 
It was, man. Tired of the transfer window, my guy. Of course. The minute we bring in the next man, bro, watch the football man. Watch the football manager live streams. Would you swap Pepe for for Dembele? Yo, you can get Dembele for free at these times. We're almost at 300 likes, by the way, people. Nine more. Big up, Joe. Sounds like you want my guy Pablo Marie back. I want more experienced players on this team. Just simply ain't fair. Exactly. But I want the right experience because I don't want these. Let's be real. A lot of these experienced dons crumble and hide behind other men. And this is typically the young ones. DG, do you want Luis from Villa? I don't rate the guy. Be all right. I'm not going to be up in arms and shouting and screaming, but I like him. I do like him. So he's, he would do all right. Arsenal's darkest period, worst tech dictator. Biggest letdown are a bit harsh. I would say the darkest period for me. Well, there's if we're not talking about specifically football, is when the owner took this club. That's it. What do you think about the Ruben Neves rumors coming out? Do you think there's any truth in that? I think there's truth in that we appreciate the player. Apart from that, I don't know, but I would like it to be true because he's a good player, good mentality as well. You know, his best days are still ahead of him, ties in with what we're doing long term. Perez played 22 times, eight goals and six assists. That's decent, man. Who did they come against? What competition was that? You know, shout to him for the Bournemouth game. But no matter what, Perez was it, man. And this is why you shouldn't buy stat DNA. Them sort of signings there, as much as I criticise Wenger at times, you could see that he didn't have nothing to do with that. Sometimes you can see footballers sign for clubs and you can tell they're not rated necessarily or someone don't feel them. I mean, I might have to go to VAR. Eight goals, six assists. I can't lie. He's saying he played 21 times and got seven goals and five assists. Someone's lying. Ralph, throughout his career, he's only scored 96 goals, Lucas Perez. At 33, meant to be striker, so that's left winger. I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. Is that you, yeah? And I need to see the competitions and what you scored in as well, man. Let me go back. Oh, man got four goals in the Premier League, man. You wish it, man. You wish it, wish it. Sorry, you wish it. Arsenal board need to be decisive. We always lost on top. On We have always lost on top-class players unnecessarily wake up, Arsenal. Maybe there is a plan, man. Low-key. Maybe there, maybe there is a plan. If they're with vetoing Arthur Mello's deal, maybe there's something else cooking in the pot. I, I say maybe just to play devil's advocate again. I don't know, which could be a gift and a curse. We actually don't know what the club is doing, which is where I said I'm going to shut my mouth until the end of the window. Because only then can I draw conclusions. I don't care if you tried aggressively for Vlahovic at the end of the window, you brought in a striker or you tried for this midfielder, brought in enough one, then fair play, you know. But at the end of the window, if nothing's happened, I'm going to say, well, why was Arthur Mello's deal vetoed? Why was... Gamara is not bidded on and you kind of just let Newcastle do their thing. Why didn't you maybe try to, again, I'm being harsh, but see what you could do for Telemans this window or Basuma or I'm sure there's a bag of other targets. The same way you found a young Lakonga in the mood, in the mode, sorry, to be the party of the future. You must have been looking at someone that could be the next, I don't want to say it, but the next Xhaka sort of thing. And again, without the red cards and all of these things, there must be other targets. By all means, household names, youth players, Top five divisions, second, you know, Segunda League, whatever. Footballers are found everywhere, people. Football's a funny old game. I know there's very few players I feel that the top clubs or the Premier League clubs can buy that can improve them, but they're there. You just have to look. Some do it better than others. 
I don't know anything, man. Just a humble football fan with an opinion, man. I don't think we're getting us in, man, but the dream is free, isn't it? Imagine a DG live tour. People once the Rona leaves meet and greet. I'm not big enough for no meet and greet. No, I'm going to turn up, bro. Ski. And plus, that sounds weird. Man. I'm a normal human being. Blood. Bruno Guimaraes or Neves. Bruno. A man said, man called me to a meeting at work. I said, hey, chill till DG's done. Hey, hey, hey. No, 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 no. Got I... Go do your work, my guy. We're going to be here after, man. We're going to be here after, man. I mean, it looks like they're signing him. Leon have said something. But at this moment, she might as well ask Vieira, Henri to just dust off their boots. Gilberto Silva, what are you doing these days, man? Might have to do them sort of things there, man, really. But <sighs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is. All right, we've got 305 likes. If you've hit the like button... Sorry to make bare noise, people, but I appreciate that. I appreciate everybody's talking points, engagement, just general support today, really. Let's hope that tomorrow, whatever the next rumours is, it's lit, people. But I'm going to go get something to eat. I'm going to be live at 3.30 on Twitch. Make sure you're there to join me. I'm actually going to be live in 10 minutes on Rance's stream as well. So, yeah, it's just me and Rance Matisse is going to Paris. So, yeah, safe flight to him and whatnot. But, yeah, you lot stay blessed, stay safe again. It's been a fantastic one with you lot's talking points, apart from the budge comments. But yeah, it is well, it is. You lot, on a serious note, though, while football is the world to us, you know, health is important. So I hope you and your loved ones continued good health. I hope with it being Thursday, once again, in terms of your goals, hopes, dreams, ambitions and aspirations, you're moving a slight percentage towards them people. So yeah, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. In relation to other comment content, apologies. I'm live at 3.30 on Twitch. You should see a couple of mole videos come out. I think one, the, the full length one is at seven. And then I've obviously taken the liberty of cutting up certain clips into nine, 10 minutes. I think the longest one is 17 minutes slash maybe even 20. So you'll see these sort of things filtering, man. So you lot stay blessed, stay safe. Content is there, man. Yeah, man. I've been educated listening. You definitely haven't, man. I, I could never could never say that, man. I just, yeah, it is what it is, man. You're going to make a guy cry. But on that note, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. Peace. Oh, yeah. so, 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 so,